Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 105. In this episode, we're covering the top five legal and tax setup tasks. Yeah, so it's been a bit of a turbulent couple of weeks for us, hasn't it? Yeah. So we've uh, both been pretty crook with COVID. Uh, last week's episode, if you caught that, um, it was just me, although Emily had a guest appearance in the background <clears throat> in terms of the, the mouse in the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> Halfway, I think about two-thirds of the way through the uh, episode, you'll hear some screaming in the yeah, background. Yeah, the bloody cat brought in a, a live mouse. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so... Uh, that was a bit of a challenge, but um, yeah. anyway, we got through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, getting over COVID, I then had a huge abscess on my gum. Yeah. And I had to have that drained, which was not very pleasant, and I'm yeah. now on antibiotic. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so, been a very uh, turbulent couple of weeks for us. and um, But we are we're getting, we're getting Hopefully, getting a holiday next week. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Although they're still a bit croaky in their voice, aren't they? Mm. uh, Anyway, it does take a while to kick the old COVID. So uh, anyway, without further ado, we'll get on to this episode number 105. So we wanted to touch on the um, legal and tax-related steps you need to sort of consider when you're doing a startup. Um, And I suppose probably the main point of this is with any of this legal and tax stuff, you need to seek... Um, professional advice on it like it's it's we're just going to touch on it we're not giving you you know um, advice as such we're just telling you about things you need to um, be aware of more than actually telling you what to do so it's really important that you actually go and seek advice from an attorney or a lawyer um, or an accountant depending on what um, part you're setting up but these are all very important sort of foundational things to setting up your business um, without these you'll find yourself in a bit of strife further down the track so without further ado number one the company structure so it's really important that you choose the correct company structure for what you're doing so there's three sort of main ones sole proprietorship uh, LLC and corporation Okay, so the sole proprietorship, which is a good <laughs> tongue twister for me to get my... Yeah, can't even say it. Yeah, is, um, is basically one of those uh, setups that you want to do if you're just starting out. If you've got a side hustle or, um, you know, you're just doing it, um, you know, as a side project by yourself, um, the sole proprietorship is definitely the one to do because it's there's a very small amount of paperwork um, you know, you don't have a lot of compliance that you need to do with it. Um, but the only problem with it is that your business activities are directly linked to your personal activities. So um, there's a there's more liability there. So if you get in trouble with your business, potentially someone can actually come through and have a go at you in terms of your personal um liabilities like you know if you owe them money they could come after you personally so definitely one of those ones you want to make sure that you've got um you know all of your t's crossed and your eyes dotted with 
Then you've got your LLC, which is Limited um, Liability Corporation. So that's a slightly more protected. So your business assets and your personal assets are separated. And so you, you don't have that liability of, of losing your personal assets if, someone, if something bad goes wrong with the company. Uh, there's more paperwork involved, um, but it's probably a good one to... Um, most people do a LLC. That's sort of one of those ones where it's the most commonly done one um, because it gives a level of protection, but, and, you know, not too much paperwork. Um, and then the third one would be the corporation. Now, the corporation takes a lot of paperwork to set up. Um, it gives you the maximum level of protection in terms of, um, you know, your liabilities, uh, but there's a fair setup with it. So you'd probably only do a corporation if you're a, a bigger um, bigger business with uh, multiple partners and that sort of thing. Uh, but again, your, your um, accountant, uh, sorry, your um, lawyer will be able to give you uh, advice around the legal side of it and your accountant will be able to give you that financial advice around which one's uh, you know, going to suit you best for what you're doing and, you know, and what sort of business you're running. So the second tip that I wanted to touch on is virtual address and domain name. Now, this is good for us here in New Zealand because we're obviously based in New Zealand. We're not based in the US and we do a lot of our business in the US. Uh, we also do a lot of our business in the Netherlands. So uh, we've got a virtual address in the Netherlands. And what that is, is it's a physical address um, that you basically rent uh, and any posted mail uh, can go to there. You can use that virtual address to uh, set up your company um, in that country. Why is it just an office? It's an office, yeah. So basically it's a, um, it's a you know, a, bus a business is set up that they sell that virtual address to, you know, people like myself who are in a different country. And it means that you can use their address. They will clear your mail for it and forward it onto you. Um, so it's a physical address because a lot of com um, a lot of countries' governments require you to have a physical presence in that country to do business there. And so a virtual address allows you to not bypass that, but it allows you to um, set up your business and use that address as a physical address. Um, so, yeah, that's something you should look into, uh, particularly if you're not based in the country that you're selling into. So we tip there. Uh, the other one is domain name. So you really want to make sure that you get your domain name set up well uh, and related to, you know, early on and related to your business name and your branding name um, because domain names can be quite hard to get given that there's, you know, um, a lot of people have bought domain names by now. So there's sometimes not of that much availability for it, your brand. Yeah, it needs to link, doesn't it, with your actual company? Yeah, we you can, you know, we can link the name and, you know, like obviously our, um, our, our business name is different from our website name. emilyandblair.com is not our business name. Um, Owens Limited. So oh, right. we've got, um, you know, we, we run our, our business through... A, a company name um, and our trading name is emilyandblair.com so that's a way you can get around that domain name thing you don't have to have you know if your if your business name is abc dot well abc limited you don't need to have abc.com um, it's 
basically you've got to yeah. work out what your branding is and suit it to your branding rather than yeah. your company name as yeah. such if you can do both then it sometimes it's beneficial to do that um but yeah again personal uh, circumstances so you'll have to look at how you want it to be set up for what your business is okay so the third tip is accounting you need to really make sure you've got your accounting set up well in the beginning so that's in the form of sales tax particularly if you're selling um you know e-commerce uh or, e or any product for that matter you'll be um you know generating sales you're generating income so you therefore need to be able to be set up for sales tax because you're going to need to pay the country where you're doing your sales in um you're going to need to pay them some sales tax um so the other thing is expenses so with your company you're going to be generating expenses and um one of the tips here is to you know you want to charge as much up to your company as you can so for example this space we're sitting sitting in here this is our office space we actually um deduct some of the expenses so like the power for because we work from home the power for the lights and and uh computers that we're using here we can deduct those expenses from our personal expenses so that means we're not paying as much uh for our personal costs you know our business is paying for a proportion based on the square meterage of our office area in our house um, and we're able to deduct those expenses off our profits uh, so that's a nice way of doing it um, basically try and if you're new to business or new to working for yourself try and deduct as much of your personal expenses as you can and push them through the business and obviously there's a line where you can do that legally and where you can start not doing it legally like you don't want to go and you know put a whole lot of stuff that you've bought personally that has nothing to do with your business um, you don't want your company to pay for that because then that starts to become um, you know you you're not doing that uh, correctly legally so uh, again your accountant can give you good information about where that line is and they will also give you information about how much you can actually push through your business um, and to maximize that sort of tax benefit um, one of the other things is software you know with accounting you want to have you know utilize all the software so there's accounting packages like zero which we use and that links to your bank account and it just saves you a lot of time and, and our accountant uh, connects to our zero account so she can come into our zero account and see what things are and, and they do a certain level of service for us um, so they need that access but use the software where you can yeah because i guess that then you know one thing off your mind to be able to just focus on Definitely. your business and, yeah you know, and not be worried about all the you know the back stuff you know yeah, yeah definitely and we we you uh we pay our accountant a fee per month and um she does certain services for us that we would have to do otherwise and you know i'm not an expert in that yeah. area so i yeah. prefer she does it yeah <laughs> um, well then you've got a, you know if anything goes wrong it's on her not you. exactly yeah 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 it's certainly not an area you want where you want to make too many mistakes so it is no. good to farm that out um, so the fourth tip is insurance make sure you've got some insurance set up so that could depending on what what it is uh, that you're doing it could be product insurance it could be contents insurance and liability insurance so product insurance is obviously insurance around you know if you've got product that you've got coming in say from China uh, you need to insure that 
when it's on the boat coming in, uh, when it's being transferred to whatever warehousing you've got, and when it's sitting in the warehousing, you need it all insured in case something goes wrong with it. You don't want to lose, you know, tens of thousands of dollars worth of, of product because it got, you know, lost in a truck crash or something like that. You know, so make sure you're covered in your insurance with your with your product. Um, and also contents insurance. So, for example, all the content, if you've got a home office, you know, we've got a lot of computer equipment around us right now. You know, we're recording on a pretty expensive camera. So you want to make sure that if the, um, you know, if your house burnt down or got burgled, that you've got all of your work equipment covered under your house contents policy. Um, and the other thing is liability. Depending on what you're doing, like if, say, for example, you're doing some sort of coaching or advice service, you want to have probably some liability insurance there to make sure that if you give bad advice that the person, uh, you know, if someone takes a claim against you, you've got some cover to cover you, you know, for that claim. So, yeah, again, probably a good one to go to an insurance broker explain your business, explain what you do, explain your product, and they'll be able to come up with a package that covers all of those things. Yeah. Um, okay, now the fifth tip would be banking. So when you're doing your own personal banking, that's all fine. When you go and start up a business, you want to separate those services out, I guess. So banking, you want to have your own business account, you want to have your own visa card, um, and you probably want to look at... Um, because you're working online and your business is online, there's some really good online banks rather than the traditional bricks and mortar banks um, that you might want to choose to do your business banking through rather than your traditional personal bank that you can go and see your bank manager about. And the reason why I say that is these online banks are well set up for online sellers and they have products and services that are focused on that. And so you end up probably paying a lot less in fees than you would with a traditional bank. Uh, so it's worth checking some of those out. Um, with all of the stuff that we've talked about today, we'll have some links in the show notes to how you can um, you know, find a good online bank um, and that sort of thing. So again, with all of this compliance stuff, I know it's all pretty heavy stuff. I mean, Emily's, uh, you know, you find all this a bit boring <laughs> don't you but that's why i do it that's why i do all that side of it yeah i think um i'm more arty than um yeah. but that's fine that that's that's focusing on your on your um you know your experience and your skills uh you know this stuff emily does which i don't and uh yeah but that's why i totally get getting somebody else to do like accounting and stuff like it's mm. just like maths is just like yeah exactly it's just i just focus on what you've got it and yeah, yeah. So that's the thing is um, try and use apps and software where you can because with all of this stuff, you know, if you could, like particularly with accountant stuff and banking, you know, you want to have, you know, um, apps on your phone for all of that so you can access it quickly and easily. It saves you time and saves you basically money on the long run. So look for the apps and software when you're choosing your bank and, and uh, accounting software. Look for the apps that they support because all of that stuff will save you time in the long run. Uh, and again, this is probably an area which we just touched on where you want to be looking to outsource stuff. So, you know, whether that's, um, you know, an accountant or a, or a lawyer, you want to use people who are professionals and they specialise in this sort of 
tax and accounting because um, again, otherwise you're, you're <laughs> she's a steep learning curve if you want to go and learn that stuff yourself. Um, so every business is different. So from e-commerce e through to affiliate through to Amazon sellers. So um, you know it's important to seek advice because it's all so different what we're all doing. Um, so definitely seek advice around it. We've got a ton of articles on our website, emilyandblair.com, which focuses on heaps of this sort of how to set your business up um, right through from what business, um, you know, structure, company structure you want to choose right through to, you know, the different banking um, methods you can do and the different insurances and all of the stuff we talked about today is all well covered in some of these articles. So definitely have a look at those. Uh, we'll put the link to our website in the show notes. Um, and that's pretty much it. We just wanted to give a brief overview of areas that you want to be touching on. Um, definitely need you need to go into more detail in these. We've really only just touched the surface. Um, and pretty much if you yeah, if you like this uh, video, give us a thumbs up um, and make a comment and remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, and you know we'll look forward to seeing you in episode. 106 and it will be a different topic completely so uh that'll be uh fun and yeah have a good week and we'll look forward to seeing you then bye see you thanks for listening to this week's episode of elevating business make sure to check out our resource website emilyandblair.com for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful